Welcome to Dolly Shares, a show where Dolly Howard shares her experiences, thoughts, and emotions, as only Dolly can. This is a pre-recorded presentation. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. This is uh, Monday. I think it's Monday. Hold on. Let me check my computer. Yep. Monday, March 25, 2019. <coughs> and I am recording a second one for this week, but then we can carry it over for next week, because maybe I won't feel up to it next week. But anyway, I've had this... Oh, let me do the introduction stuff. Hold on. Welcome to number 47, pre-recorded Dolly Shares, coming to you from Dolly World. Nancy Hopkins is the producer... I'm Dolly Howard, and I'm recording this, where I told you, Monday, March 25, 2019. Today, I'm going to be discussing something that may shock you all, but uh, I really was thinking about it, because on one of our recent shows, uh, it was all women and we were discussing how it's difficult to to communicate with men and at the same time I'm thinking well it's even probably more difficult for the men to communicate with us because they really have no clue as to where the woman's coming from sometimes and and we women can change on a dime we can be real happy and talking good and in the same sentence we can think of something that upset us and then we turn ugly <laughs> and the man's sitting there thinking WTF what just happened <laughs> he has no clue so anyway today I'll be discussing women's bodies and their dreaded menstrual cycle and men's incomprehension of what that time of the month does to a woman mentally, emotionally, and physically and how men should avoid trigger words and or looks and possibly a bit of an understanding for men of why the woman he thought he married can turn into the monster of WTF. It isn't any fun even for the woman, you guys. So, um, let me see. I wrote this all out because my blood pressure's been exceedingly high, and when it gets that way, I get kind of wonky in my thoughts. So I typed it all out and went over it many times to try to refine it and make it easier to understand. But anyway... So, I might be reading a lot of this, because it's exceedingly high again today. 165 over 105. Should be 120 over 80, so please forgive me if I, if, if I deviate and, and go off on some squirrely adventure. You'll know why. Um, so this morning I was mulling that, that idea over in my mind, and it brought me to a biggie cause that disrupts some men and women's communications. I'm hoping that what I have to share today will help y'all have a little better understanding of what the majority of women experience, and the poor unknowing man is drug along during that time. Bless his heart. So first of all, I'm going to do this periodically throughout my talking with you. I want to warn you 
If you are weak of heart, unable to hear raw truth, or just don't care to hear this, I advise you to turn off the recording now. I'm not going to make anyone listen to something that they don't want to hear. When I'm saying it so that you can learn to understand each other, well, the woman and better. Anyway, give the man half a chance in, in life at, <laughs> at understanding at least this period in the time of life. <coughs> I'll start by, sh oh, let me make sure I'm recording. Yep, I am. I don't want to say all this and then find out the recorder stopped. When I was 37 years old, oh, oh, I forgot to tell you this one part. I'll start by sharing with you that not all women experience what I'm going to share. Therefore, not all men are subjected to the dreaded monthly crisis time. To those men and women, I say, God has blessed you mightily. <laughs> And you should say, thank you. <laughs> you don't have to go through that. <laughs> okay, so I'll give you a little background here. When I was 37 years old, I had a complete hysterectomy. I had the disease they call endometriosis. And it's usually contained in the woman's uterus. Well, a lot of times escapes the uterus. I don't know how, but it does. And mine did. And it attached itself to every abdominal organ I had. And for years I suffered with this pain because every time you supposedly scheduled to have a period, because I was very irregular, um, or, every time I did have one, a period, those little endometriosis things that had attached to everything would bleed. So I was bleeding internally. And when you bleed internally, it's very painful. But yet the doctors didn't want to do anything. So, they said, you're too young. We cannot do a hysterectomy on you because you're too young. I thought, well, am I going to live to be older? That's how bad the pain is for endometriosis. So if you know a woman who has endometriosis, I'm asking you, please, please have some compassion for her. It hurts. So anyway, doctor finally agreed, one of them, uh that he would do a hysterectomy on me. And he said, he's just going to take the uterus out. And so, okay, all right, we get in there. And he does this thing. I wake up in recovery, screaming in pain. The doctor came over to me and said, what is wrong? Why are you screaming? And I looked at him and I said, I feel like everything inside my abdomen was taken out and scraped. So he upped my pain med at that time. <laughs> I think he was afraid the monster in me was going to come out, and I'll explain the monster in women in a little while. So, uh, six weeks I went in for my checkup. The doctor came in the room apologizing all over the place. He, he really was apologetic that he hadn't done the hysterectomy to me years earlier. He, he said, what you said to me in the recovery room was true. He had taken everything out of my insides and scraped it. That means he took out uh, those long parts. I forgot. It, uh, oh, I forgot what you call them, but he the big and small intestines, and he scraped them all, every every little oomph 
of them because the endometriosis was everywhere. He did take out my ovaries and my tubes, so I became a knit. But I was so glad. Believe me, I was so glad. So, thankfully, I did not have to experience the monthly trauma anymore. Even though I'm now a knit, I still experience some rough emotional times every once in a while because I'm lacking estrogen. Um, the doctors had put me on estrogen for quite a few years after the hysterectomy because when they take out the woman's ovaries, they, they take out the estrogen supply. And uh, it messes with your hormones horrendously. So, so you still have uh, issues at times. So please, if you know a female like this that's gone through what I have with the complete hysterectomy, please understand. She's dealing with body issues that she really has no control over. And when that monster comes out, she's not able to hold it in anymore. Just understand about it. I'll be talking to you about the monster in a while. Um, it will change her to a degree. Because... Uh, because of the hormones raging and going, doing different things than they've ever done before, and and she doesn't have the estrogen, so sometimes the change in her will just be a little. You will hardly notice it, but other times it can be pretty big change, and and it can result in a divorce, and she decides to go off and. She's this quiet little uh, librarian, and all of a sudden she decides to go off on a surfing safari. <laughs> and you wonder, what the heck happened to her? Well, that's what happened. So, I'm seeing the two of you should discuss this procedure, the, the hysterectomy, with each other prior to it. And maybe even discuss it with a health uh, professional and talk about it so that you can learn what they have to say will will be occurring, what will happen during the procedure, what will happen after the procedure, what gives you a little more of an idea on what to expect so that the male can prepare and the female can prepare because the female needs to adjust herself to the these things are going to be going on in her body and that does not give her license to tear everybody's heads off she the female needs to learn how to cope with it get some coping tools and and learn uh Okay, if this one doesn't work, let's try that one. If that one doesn't work, let's do this one. And if none of them work, just go somewhere by herself and scream. <laughs> Take a pillow and you can hit the pillow. You need to get rid of the aggressiveness that this will cause. Um, after the surgery... The female will need the male's support, and the female will need to understand that her body is going through a drastic change, and to be patient with those she encounters, especially her mate. Keep communicating, even if you have to talk about things you don't really want to. Bolster your courage. Let the other one know that you're going to address an issue you really don't want to talk about with them but you know it needs to be discussed for the betterment of your relationship ask the other one to have patience and to please hear it to the end without interrupting and if you need to if the other one needs to take notes so they can remember that thought that they're having that they want to scream at the other one. Take notes, but hear them out. Hear them out to the end. And then discuss it. 
It may cause some yelling, crying, anger, wonderment as to why or how. But do your best to work through it together. If you can do that, it will help your growth in the marriage, help you to grow together, <coughs> and help you to grow individually. Now at this time, I want to share with you the details of what happens to a lot of women who have the normal monthly body experience of the menstrual cycle, which in turn affects the men who are in or enter into the woman's environment at that time. <laughs> it, the woman hasn't asked for this, believe me. So here we go again. I warn you. This is going to get quite, quite descriptive from here on. It's a normal event that women's bodies are programmed to experience. We don't like it, nor enjoy it, any more than the men do. In fact, probably even less. But if I share it in detail, it might help the men to understand better what's happening to their loved one, who they don't like much during this time. <laughs> she doesn't like it either. She doesn't like herself at times. She doesn't like anyone around her. She hates the whole world. It's that kind of a feeling sometimes. Other women, believe it or not, have no effects whatsoever. They just go along on their happy, merry little way of life, or big way, whatever. They just, they don't experience any of the trauma that a menstrual cycle can cause. And I say they are so blessed, once again. These women are so very blessed, and so are all the men who enter their environment. <laughs> it just is a wonderful thing if you don't experience what I'm going to explain in this. And of course, this is... This is... Uh, what mostly happens but doesn't always happen so don't think if you meet a woman and want to get involved that she'll turn into the monster because she might not so don't let it freak you out but for those who are experiencing this I want them to know and understand it starts out a week or two ahead of the actual menstrual bleeding the woman realizes she feels out of sorts emotionally and physically she might even start breaking out on her face uh, with acne. Um, her thinking starts to get screwy and not make sense sometimes. <clears throat> her body is feeling achy and the cramps start up. Sometimes only in the abdominal, abdominal area and sometimes all the muscles in her body are experiencing cramping. Then she realizes bloating and her clothes don't fit properly anymore. And she says, aha. Because it takes some, an aha moment. This is a telltale to her. She will be starting her period. It's also when her emotions start running all over the place and should be a warning to her beloved male companion that he should probably be a bit more in tuned to her emotional state for the next couple weeks so he can give her encouragement, love, and space, etc., whatever she may need at that time when she needs it. And that doesn't just mean the male companion in her life, because you males may run into women in the workplace, and they turn into the monster, and and that should trigger you. Oh, oh, I have to be a lot more understanding at this time for them. Give them support. It, it's not a fun place to be. Sometimes the woman just needs space. It's not that she doesn't love care for or respect the male 
or males anymore. It's just plain and simple. She needs space. I suggest you don't follow her around asking her, What's wrong? What do you need? What do you want? What can I do? She needs space. <laughs> plain and simple. Just give her the space. If she turns to you and she says, I need space, give her the space. She'll, she'll work through the space needing time and then then she'll come and let you know, okay, okay, I, I'm over my my need of space. Just give her that time. My, I know my son-in-law always chases my daughter around. And she keeps telling him, I just need space. Well, he's not one of those men that's willing to do that. And that's bad for him as well as her. Uh, most times, the woman needs a lot of understanding from the males around her. For example, oh, here's a good example. I've witnessed this. When a glass falls and breaks, the female can go into a complete and full-blown frenzy. And here's what can be going through her mind. The world is ending! Or she can think, Oh my gosh! Or it can be, Can anyone ever forgive me for this? It's all my fault. And what's going to happen now? And this is all because the glass fell and broke. <laughs> this is a time when it's up to the male to determine for his own well-being if he should just clean up the broken glass or if she needs him to say words of comfort and help her clean up the mess or if he should give her a hug and tell her he loves her and is there for her. If I was a man in that situation, I'd say a quick, silent prayer for help and do what I decided is the best thing to do at that time by observing her. <laughs> you can usually, if you know your woman, you know usually what she needs at that time, if you really care to pay attention. Some men just, they just want the relationship to be the way they want it, and that's what they think. And women, too. I'm not just dumping on the men. The women are that way, too. Um, or she can become hysterically angry. And even she doesn't know why she's that angry. But a full-blown blow-up is definitely in order at this time. I mean, after all, the glass fell and broke. The fault for the glass falling and breaking will be the fault of the universe. It'll be your fault if you're standing there. The fault of whoever left it there. This unknown person. It'll be the fault of whoever didn't wash it and put it away. But inevitably, if she goes into the hysterical anger it was left there as a sabotage maneuver aimed at her. <laughs> and somebody has to pay. <laughs> I tended to go to the anger part <laughs> a lot of times until I caught myself or I saw the expression on <laughs> other people's face. And I thought, oh no, the monster came out. <laughs> Well, in the anger uh, situation, oh, let me check the uh, tape, see if it's recording. Yeah, we're recording. So, in the anger thing, a male response in this case could entail an expression of, it's okay. Is it okay if I clean it up? Or help you to clean it up if that's what you want? Or the male could ask, is it okay if I give you a hug? That gives her the choice and should protect the male a bit. And in most cases will help her realize she's not alone in this situation unless she wants to be 
and that the male cares enough and understands enough to help her work through her emotions. Or the male could just turn around and leave. But I wouldn't suggest that. <laughs> so, okay, I've gotten to another part. I'm going to say, warning, warning, another graphic part. I'm warning you all when I do the graphics, okay? But if I don't do the graphics, uh, uh, how, how are you going to learn what the woman's thinking or feeling? Anyway, when the actual bleeding part of the menstrual cycle, cycle starts, there are more physical discomforts, situations, and emotions involved. Females are taught from a very early age that they are to never, ever, never touch their breasts, pubic area, nor their behind in public. Never, ever. It is okay, however, for males to rearrange their male bits, grab their penis and their testicles and scratch them, or pull them away from where they are sticking to their skin, and they can most certainly pull their underwear out of their backside. <laughs> On general purposes, this irritates the heck out of a woman. We have issues too. Itches, uncomfortable positions of bras to where it friggin' hurts, Underwear gets into areas that are most uncomfortable and need to be adjusted. In another situation that I shall discuss in a bit. So why is it okay for males to touch themselves, but not okay for females? What the heck? WTF? Who made that rule? And why is it we females feel inclined to abide by it when we are in such painful situations that arise from just what I said. I mean, seriously. Men can take care of issues like that, but no, not women. <coughs> That's what I say. <coughs> so, okay, I'm giving you another warning. This will get detailed. I cannot help men to understand without bluntly explaining what females are experiencing. We have arrived at the bloody time of the cycle now. If, if I don't talk about it, you guys will have no clue as to what's going on in the woman's life. And, and you won't understand how to help her. Which will in turn help yourself. So... This is why I'm talking about this, y'all. I really, I really want to help you to get through life a heck of a lot easier. So, here we go. At this time, now that the blood is flowing out of the body, cleaning the uterus, normal procedure for the woman's body. Cleaning it up for the babies the man might want to put there. Females have three options at this time. Wear a tampon-type absorber that's inserted inside the vagina, or wear a panty pad-type absorber, or maybe both, as some women's flow is exceedingly heavy. None of these options is comfortable, and we can get pretty crabby about it all. Oh boy, can we. If a tampon-type absorber is chosen, it can be uncomfortable putting it in, wearing it, taking it out, and disposing of it. It can be messy. Women have been taught with no uncertainty. We are to figure the next issues out and for sure use one of the procedures. There are different procedures that the used tampon type absorber is to be disposed of. In a public restroom, wrap it in toilet paper, put it into a wrapper 
or pocket type paper that they have there for it, that purpose and put it into the bin that's on the toilet stall wall. In a private home you can throw it down the toilet and take the chance of clogging up the sewer system which is never a good idea. Wrap it in toilet paper or whatever if there's anything else provided for that and put it in a certain container that will then be put into the garage or the garbage or wherever it's designated for that at that time of the month. You get the message on how friggin awful this procedure is. This Add this to the cramps, bloating, clothes not fitting properly because of body bloat, headache, hormones on the warpath, and someone telling you <laughs> these awful words. Get over it. All this adds to the female morphing into a monster. When a panty tight pad is used, they don't always fit properly. They slide around or move the panty along with the pad to the side, the front, the back, or just plain get into a position that allows discomfort and leakage. Oh gosh, it's awful. Or the pad didn't absorb enough so the blood gets on the outer clothing and it shouts to everyone who happens to see it, Hey! This female's on her period! That is so embarrassing. We can't do anything about it until we get home, other than to find a way to cover it up with a sweater tied around our waist or something else that will cover our backside. It's so frustrating, guys. It's just, it's so embarrassing, so frustrating. It's awful. Okay, here we go. If you're all are still with me, you made it through that much. I think you can make it through the rest. I really do. But I'm going to say, warning, warning. Another yuck explanation of another yuck explanation time for us. Speaking of time, let me check the recorder. It's recording. There's also the sticky issue. Oh my gosh! That is one of the worst. Oh. Now you don't have to freak out when I say this, but most adults have pubic hairs. Yep, 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 yep. Unless they choose to shave it off. Those who have pubic hairs have the issue of the blood drying along the leg area and the pubic hairs get stuck in it or it dries along in that area and sticks to the skin of the woman in that area. It hurts. I mean it freaking hurts. Even if the female isn't moving, it hurts. Um, it hurts especially when the female does move, as in walking or sitting or standing or just living, breathing. It frickin' hurts. But we being females are not allowed to adjust it so it doesn't friggin' hurt. We have to suck it up and keep going until we can find an area where maybe nobody is and we can fix it. Just move it so it's not sticking, hurting, pulling. Oh, boy, man, you just... Uh, well, I know you have sticking issues because skin against skin and sweat and all that, but... Seriously, you can fix yours. That's acceptable. But we women aren't allowed to put our hands anywhere near that area. Nowhere near the pubic area. Mm -mm -mm -mm. 
So, at this time, Monster has emerged from the discomfort and frustration of it all. We try to keep Monster under wraps and in control, but sometimes it's just impossible. Monster comes tearing out of the female. Then for some reason, only the male being understands or knows. He says words to this effect to the woman. <laughs> I know you're on your period, but do you have to act like a bitch? <laughs> or, or he could say something like this. So women have had periods since forever. Just get over it. <laughs> or possibly words like this. I hate being around you when you're like this. <laughs> she hates being around herself, too. <laughs> or possibly words like this. Control yourself. You're acting like a crazy person. Oh, boy. Look out. If you've said anything like that, resembling that in any way, or those words even, look out. At this time, this is what might occur. The male sees her turn toward him ominously. And as she turns to the man, what he witnesses or he sees this in his mind's eye as her hair starts standing out from her head in a wild frenzied way her teeth are bared looking sharp and pointy her eyes bulge out her finger and toenails turn ugly and thick and long and sharp her legs bend at the knees her elbows bend making her arms go into the strike position and showing off her sharp ugly nails that are flailing around looking for a place to land and do a whole lot of damage he can imagine her pouncing on him digging the nails into his flesh her sharp pointy teeth tearing at his throat her bulging eyes inches from him staring down at him as he's lying on his back his heart either beats so rapidly he can't breathe or it just stops beating altogether <clears throat> he's wondering WTF what I just say what just happened this is a huge miscommunication time if you know your woman you know that's what's happening <laughs> in her mind and you can see it and read it and you can feel it maybe even <laughs> so that's a place that you should avoid going with the woman <laughs> after the three days to however long the bleeding comes to an end the female might still feel a bit bloated achy and hormonal but she's approachable now <laughs> thank god huh <laughs> maybe she can control that monster if you can control yourself from saying the wild things that bring the monster out when sometimes y'all the monster just freaking comes out because she's feeling so awful it just comes out <laughs> the male is wanting to breathe easier now that she's approachable more approachable but after the last two weeks of not knowing when the monster is going to emerge, he's been very unnerved and are irritated and is hesitant to relax around her. The third week is better and the fourth week is nice. Then it starts again because it's that time of the month again. And people wonder why men and women are so different and why they have difficulty communicating. Well... This is just one reason. And now the, the, the men understand what the woman is going through. Well, they understand with words. I've tried to explain it with you. <clears throat> You'll never experience it being a man. 
but at least if you listen and try to comprehend the words I'm saying, it could help your your marriage or your relationship a lot better. Relationship with with your mate or any woman you come in contact with, it, it can definitely give you a different perspective on what the woman might possibly be going through at that time. We need to have patience with each other and not be so hard on each other. Good communication is something that usually needs to be learned and worked at. At least maybe I have helped you to understand what is going on with women during that time of the month and both of you can figure out some ways to communicate during that time. Maybe make some rules for that time of the month conversation. <coughs> Let me check on my time. I know it's important. I don't want to go over. Oh, I got plenty of time. 20 minutes left, and I'm almost done talking. Well, I can go on to something else. So. When communicating with the opposite sex, please remember that the two of you are different. Remember that most men come from a place of directness and usually forget or don't realize that most women come from the place of feelings. <coughs> also, most men can only do and think about one thing at a time. Of course, there are some women that do that too. I happen to know one. <laughs> Therefore, women, do not attempt to talk about the front yard and throw in a thought you have have about the toilet needing a plumber at the same time. For goodness sake, you'll completely throw off the conversation. <laughs> be, empathet be empathetic toward the man. Just talk about the one subject and, and when that's done, then you can bring up the other subject that you have on your mind. <laughs> <clears throat> you, you gotta be patient with each other, really. Just be patient with each other. When we get into the late 40s and 50s, we women, and that time of the month is starting to go away, bringing us some relief, and the men, because we see the light at the end of the tunnel and we realize, hopefully, that we've learned to communicate with each other pretty decently over the years during that time. Guess what? Along comes menopause. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing because it's another hellacious event. <laughs> but with menopause, I did not experience the monster coming out. I, what I experienced was, well, I'll give you an example. One time I was sitting taking dictation, because I, I took shorthand uh, from my bosses, and I would dictate, or they would dictate to me, I'd do the shorthand and then go transcribe it. And, letters would be done and all that stuff because that was before we had the computers with email stuff and all that so I'd be doing I was doing some dic some dictation from the boss shorthand and all of a sudden I couldn't think I the, my body started heating up from the inside out I thought it was going to burst into flames I started sweating, my body turned red, and I looked at him and I said, Patrick, I can't do this right now. And, and he was looking at me, all of a sudden he started laughing. He said, Dolly, you're having, you're having, what do you call this? A heat, heat stroke, what do they call it? A menopausal time. I forgot what they call heat. Heat strokes, I think, is what they call them. 
because what I just described is what happens. And really, you can't function when that's happening. You got to get a towel to wipe the sweat off your body. I mean, it goes down between your boobs, and it's that kind of a sweat. It's heavy sweat. Get your clothes wet. Oh my gosh! And you have no control over it, and and you're thinking. <laughs> Am I just going to explode in flames or what? And and we get the night sweats, this menopausal stuff. And it's not fun to wake up in a bed that's wet from sweat. And it's not fun for the your mate to wake up in a bed full of sweat. And you got to get up and change your sheets. And oh, what a pain! <laughs> so you got that to go through too. But it does go away eventually. I seem to go through it real fast, right after the hysterectomy in the hospital, and the doctor gave me some shots to help me through it. But then when I got older, every once in a while, I'd get one of those spells. And so I understand what it's like. I, I'm talking from an understanding and please, guys, be patient with the woman. She's in a state that she just she has no control over, and 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 in a way it frightens you. And because you don't you don't have control over it, and you don't know what to do to stop it, and it's just a really confusing and frustrating time for menopause <laughs> I'm telling you what is it with women's bodies that we have to experience all this stuff and then in turn the man has to experience it in the ways the women react to it and, and the poor men really don't understand because they've never been through anything like that <laughs> so it's a very difficult time for communication between men and women. Now if a woman if a woman goes to another woman and says, Oh, I got the cramps, I got the heavy flow, I got I got the stickies. The woman will understand. They don't need to say anything but maybe one word. The woman understands completely and goes immediately into empathizing with the woman the uh, the woman having her period. The men, they just, they usually will go into the fear mode. A lot of men will go into the fear mode. Oh no, it's monster time. Or, or they go into, oh man, here we go again. Well, hopefully now that I've told you and explained to you what the woman's going through, you'll never say that again. It's not anything the woman has control over. It's not her fault. She was born that way. Women are made that way. <coughs> and it's a natural body function because it's cleaning the uterus out for a baby. And men and women both like babies. Not all of them, but a lot of them. So we need that part of our bodies cleaned out. It would just be nice if it was maybe once a year, <laughs> not every frickin' month. Because just as you're getting over it, it's starting all over again. So, hopefully, I haven't shocked you or appalled you or given you all consternation of any kind over what I shared. I'm hoping it will help you all in your lives and and it will make you think about oh maybe we better set some communication rules for when this time of the month happens or for now it's over and now the men's the menopause starts and and we'll need to set up a new communication rules because it's a different situation for the woman and the man witnessing it and so that will help to keep your marriage strong from what you learned going through the menstrual cycle. 
hopefully, hopefully you've learned and grown, grown stronger with each other. And uh, I, I just, I really would like to help make your marriages or your, your uh, living togethers existing in the world together easier to help men understand what the heck the woman's going through and to to help bring to the attention of the woman hey the man has never lived through any of this he doesn't know how it feels don't be real critical or crabby with him if he's trying to help you through it give him a break get yourself to a point where you can say yes he he's trying to help me he's trying his best but if he isn't I'd say walk away you don't need that kind of a dude in your life if he's telling you get over it man he'd be lucky he wouldn't tell me because I think I would slug him right in the face That's just inconsiderate. So women, please be considerate of the men. Especially those who are doing their best to try to understand and help you through it. And when that glass falls on the floor and shatters, and the man looks at you and you know he's feeling these emotions of terror because <laughs> he doesn't know how to handle the situation, and he says to you, is it okay if I clean it up? Or, or or do you want me to help you clean it up? Because he's thinking you really want to clean it up, but he's willing to help you clean it up. And he wants to offer you that option. Don't take his head off. Don't let the monster out. Tell him what you need, because he's asking you. Tell him, oh, yes, I would so much appreciate you helping me clean this up. I really feel awful that it happened. But I appreciate that you're trying to help me. Or if he just wants to give you a hug and you feel that's what you need, but you're too proud to say it, for crying out loud, get over yourself. Tell him, yes, please hug me. I need a hug right now before I start trying to clean this mess up. And I would greatly appreciate you helping me do it. It, it doesn't hurt to say these kind of things to each other. It really doesn't. I thought it would. Because <laughs> that's the way I am. I just thought, oh, I can't say that nice kind of stuff. Well, I wish I would have learned it a hell of a lot sooner than I did. Because it does make life easier for everybody. Okay. So... No more warnings. We got through all the bad stuff. Oh, I did want to bring up... I must have missed that in my notes. Um, these days, I know that men do help women because we've got grown to a, a position where a lot of times both the man and the woman have to have full-time jobs. So the children have to be sent to daycare of one type or another. Or if you're fortunate enough, you can hire a nanny to watch over your kids. If you do the nanny route, you have more say-so in how the kids are treated and what they're taught and all that. When they're out... Wendy, I don't want to get into that discussion. Anyway, a lot of times the men don't realize the things, duties, house, house duties should be split down the middle. Seriously. The woman's working her butt off at work. You're working your butt off at work. Well, maybe the both of you are working your butts off at work. Sometimes you can get a cushy job, man or woman. And it's kind of sweet. <laughs> but anyway, you're still exerting a lot of your energies throughout the day. 
and you get you get to the end of the work day and somebody has to pick the kids up somebody has to start supper dinner or pick it up from uh, a restaurant the clothes have gotten dirty I found that I had to do laundry at least every day so somebody needs to do at least one load of laundry the floors get dirty the floors need to be swept the dishes need to be done after eating the kitchen cleaned up um, sheets need to be washed and put on the beds if they haven't been already so that the kids can go to bed at night and you can go to bed at night and if the woman is doing all this on her own after work and then that time of the month starts there is no way in the world that man can expect the monster not to come out so what I would like to share with you about that is please both of you be cognizant of each other and the work environment type life share it you'll get done sooner it'll get done in a happier way you might not like it you might grumble about it but at least you know you don't have the responsibility of doing everything and then have to listen to your spouse say well give me that book over there while they're sitting on their behind doing nothing <laughs> and then if you're a woman and he's he's ordered you to do that the monster can come out again <laughs> if you're the woman being the bitch and the man's doing all the stuff and you say that to him don't be surprised if he gets pissed off you asked for it <laughs> just be be kind to each other be supportive of each other life will be a heck of a lot easier for you <laughs> I feel so much better having said these things because I think I wanted to say them because I wished that I had had somebody say these words to me when I was younger I was a hothead I was a pain in the ass um, I I wasn't all the time I mean it wasn't that I was a monster all the time I had my I had my moments of monsterisms um, but if somebody had shared these words with me back then I wouldn't have had those bouts when the monster came out and, and it would have been more I would have been more myself all the time and and I, it I just wish somebody would have said these words to me and I hope I hope you don't take offense by them I didn't mean to cause any offense to anybody I'm just wanting to try to help the world be a better place <laughs> and now I'm thinking about the Trump oh, I'm gonna say the T word y'all I'm thinking about the Trump issue with that uh, report that, that took two years and a gazillion dollars of our money and it's finally the report is finally handed in <sighs> maybe we all can rest a little bit from that kind of tension but I know that it's gonna still be oh we're gonna find something wrong with them I wish they'd look in the mirror start with themselves <laughs> but 
they don't seem to think anything they do is wrong. Anyway, at least we got through the report part, y'all. And we can be happy about that. So, until I talk with you next time, I'm going to say bye-bye. You have been listening to Dolly Shares with Dolly Howard. Thank you for listening.